0: Today is Thursday, January 28th, and this is Make It So. Well, we've listened to your feedback, and I have decided to recruit a co-host for the rest of these podcasts. And I, let me introduce him to you: uh, our director of marketing and current world champion, Mister Neil Timmons. Greetings, everybody!
1: I've teamed up with Charlie, and we're going to attack this competition in the most fun and most exciting way possible. Program complete. Enter when ready.
0: All right, Neil, so what did you think of the first challenge and the overall process? I think the first challenge
1: was a great way to introduce the competition to the people who, who who are waiting and watching to see what's going on. I thought it was fantastic to show off a bunch of cards, some of them dream cards, some of them potential cards for a developer to look at. And it was really neat to see how each team worked their
0: ideas into every affiliation. Fascinating. Well, all right, Neil, do you think we should uh, set up the next challenge there? Absolutely. Let's get this show on the road. Well, we're going to do it a little differently this time. Uh, The first challenge, we did not have a guest judge. But for number two, we do. And I'd like to introduce him right now. It's Captain M.D. Kirk himself, Mr. Matt Kirk, coming to you live from San Diego, California. Good to have you back, Matt. How are you doing?
2: I've been uh, doing all right, I suppose.
0: All right. Are you excited to be a part of this uh, process here? I am
2: eager to see what the Make It So teams can put together for this next challenge. Red reading over the challenge number one entries, I was impressed with some, not so impressed with some others, so I am uh, looking forward to seeing what they can put forth for this new one.
0: All right, Matt, what is challenge number two?
2: Challenge number two is going to be a little more uh, involved than challenge number one. Uh, challenge number two asks the teams to design at least six different missions for the weaker affiliations in the game, um, non-headquarters missions that uh, you can actually you know, score points with at our space. Each must have some sort of ability on them, such as, uh, well, the most famous example is probably uh, historical research. Yeah, I could even download a personnel if you didn't go first. Something along those lines. The guiding principle for this one is going to be, though, that the less points that the mission is worth, the more powerful the ability can be. So you can make a 10-point mission if you want and have it do something really awesome, but that you still want to have some sort of carrot for the player to actually complete the mission.
0: Wow, that's a pretty cool challenge. What do you think of that one there, Neil?
1: Well, it, it sounds exciting. So the players have to come up with six missions that help the six least powerful factions. What are the, the
2: six least powerful factions? That's, that's up for each team to decide. Um, everybody's got their own ideas about who's overpowered, needs some help and uh, that's going to be part of the challenge to see if the design teams can uh, correctly identify um, what uh, the the judges have in mind when they think of the six least
1: powerful affiliations well that sounds kind of exciting because i know personally as i've chatted with players in, in the chat room and on the message board that, that many players disagree with, with my personal opinions on which the strongest and weakest affiliations are. So it should be very diverse to listen to the different teams identify which, which affiliations they believe are the weakest, why they're the weakest, and what they're going to do to make them stronger with these, with these missions.
0: Well, it's clear there isn't actually a right answer to this. I mean, You can debate back and forth, and there is debate inside the design team about which affiliations need more help than others. So it's not like there are six that we're thinking of, and those are the only ones that are right. You can make a case for just about every affiliation, except probably Borg and probably Federation being weak.
2: You know, Rock saying Paper is overpowered, and Paper thinking that Scissors needs a nerf, and Scissors thinking that, you know, Rock should be thrown out of the game, I the, the debate over who's overpowered and who's not is, you know, that's part of the depth and diversity of the game is there? it depends on how you use it. Um, there are certain players that find niche, use for, niche uses for cards that nobody else would have even thought of, and when they come out with it in a major tournament, oh man, it's so overpowered, but it's not that it's overpowered. Nobody's ever thought of it and using it that way before.
0: Now, I know you said this, but I want to be really clear on this point. They're not allowed to make a headquarters mission, right, Matt?
2: Correct. This has to be a mission that you solve that's worth some points.
0: What about creating a planet or space mission that happens to be at the same location as a headquarters, like the design team recently did in Legacy with the Stop First Contact version of Earth?
1: I think it's also important to think about the, the missions being very thematic within our game, just like the episodes were very thematic within the television show. Each of our missions in the game are from an episode of some sort. And so if one were to construct a mission, uh, we, we, we want to make sure that it fits with a theme, either from an episode or from something in the game. So making a headquarters mission would be a little difficult. That's actually a really good point about uh, mission design
2: that is often overlooked. Um, It's really easy to say, oh, well, this was part of the alternate universe that we never actually saw on camera. And here's this really cool thing that we think would be awesome for this affiliation, but it never actually happened. So, yeah, the uh, concept behind a mission is to reflect some happening in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, that's been shown. So um, there are only a handful of instances I can think of, especially for headquarters missions um, or headquarters locations, I, sh- I guess I should say, where a point value mission would actually make sense.
1: Do we also want to have them support their mission choices with episodes? Our game is so thematic by episode that that we could ask them for six missions to help the help the lower factions and give us the TV show where you base the, the mission off of. And, and we, don't, we don't need to drill down for detail or ask for too much detail, but ma- make us understand why you
0: chose the theme that you chose and, and, and where you got it from. You guys have a good point there, but I want to remind everybody something. This, this is a design competition. You don't necessarily need to worry about storyline up front. Now, for missions, it's arguably more important to consider the story when you're designing the mission. But I think it would be extra credit, so to speak, I think the most important thing is here is to design a good mission themed around one affiliation and boosting that affiliation by just including that mission.
2: Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that the thematic flair of your mission is going to disqualify you in my mind, but it might just be that extra push that uh, gets you noticed, and that's typically what wins contests.
1: Please state the nature of the medical emergency. The
2: problem with historical research is that a lot of people put it in their deck without the intention of actually
1: completing it, or even the skills to complete it. I personally run that mission in about half of the decks I built, and I don't think I've actually ever solved it. If I have, it was a fluke. Because the ability on that mission, uh, in my world, is, is very powerful, and when you're thinking in terms of games statistically, when you're thinking long terms of number of games played, then that mission will pan out very favorably in the long run.
0: I would make the argument that historical research does not help an affiliation. It's a general purpose mission that helps everybody, regardless of what you're playing. I don't think that's what we're looking for in this challenge. I I think we're looking for a mission that is targeted to help a specific affiliation or sub-affiliation or thematic deck. You could easily make another historical research that lets you download a ship or download an event or download an equipment, but that's not really what the challenge is. Wouldn't you agree, Matt? What we're really looking for here is for people to dig deep and
2: find mechanics that actually make sense for the affiliations that they're helping. Um, work with old mechanics, maybe dust off some binder fodder, get it back into the game, and... Um, we're looking for mechanics and game texts that um, not necessarily are the strongest uh, effects for their affiliation, but that make the most sense thematically and, f- and f- the, the aesthetic is there. We're looking for less commonly uh, used ideas and reflected in game text that actually make sense for the affiliation.
0: Well, Matt, you, you and I have had some design experience making missions. C- compared to the other card types in the game, how would you rate the difficulty of creating a, a, a mission?
2: It is by far uh, the easiest to come up with for a concept and the hardest to come up with a finished product because they're the least concrete of any of the of the cards. Um the personnel is a personnel is a is a person that we see in the show. A ship is a ship, and a, an event is something that actually happened. A mission, it could encompass a, a a total episode. It could be part of a whole story arc. It's really hard to nail down exactly what you're trying to do. For an actor, if an actor doesn't really know his motivation, it's the same kind of thing for a deck. If you don't have a good mission that's telling you, um, uh, that's giving you kind of a direction of where to go, you're kind of hosed. Getting missions into decks to give them that kind of direction um, to really be able to craft something that's going to help an affiliation be believable within the universe have the appropriate point value associated with it and not be impossible to complete all of those balancing together is
0: really tough i agree with you completely matt missions are the least well-defined card type in terms of Of what the rules are for designing them. Uh, There's very specific rules for what can go on personnel and how those personnel cost, but since missions don't have a cost, it's a lot more nebulous. You know, you need to balance the skill requirements, the attribute requirements, the game text, the point value, and the span of the mission all together to create a balanced package that you would want to include in your deck.
2: Span is easily the most Overlooked attribute of any card in the game span can make or break a deck whether or not you can go back To your headquarters mission for a second time in a turn is huge. So uh, Definitely
1: need to keep that in mind as you guys are working on this challenge And the other Factor of uh, the missions is at the very bottom of the card is what affiliations can attempt the mission Different att- different affiliations can attempt a mission due to storyline or to gameplay reasons. So that's another
0: factor that must be taken into account when we're building these missions. So Matt, since the challenge is to design a mission for a specific affiliation, are we going to get a whole bunch of missions that just have one affiliation icon down on the bottom? Could
2: be. Um,
0: doesn't necessarily have to be the
2: uh one of the other design aspects of missions is when you put an affiliation icon on the bottom you have to think about all the different sub affiliations that have somebody of that faction in there for instance <clears throat> if you if you put a cardassian logo on a mission you have to remember the ds9 has a cardassian guy they've got garrick so they've got access to that mission you've got a Ferengi icon on it, you've got to remember that Tarek Nor can do it because they've got some Ferengi affiliation people in there. So it's not just sticking the right icon on the bottom. It's thinking about who can do it, who can get access to it, who can weasel their way to get into having access to that mission. Um, it is one of those factors that you'll have to think about.
0: Yeah, and, and one, another layer of difficulty to this is some affiliations share common thematic elements. A good example would be uh, Bajorans and Klingons. Bajorans almost exclusively manipulate the discard pile as their cultural theme. The Klingons don't really manipulate the discard pile, but they do reference the discard pile. So if you have a mission that involves the discard pile you automatically need to be thinking about, well, will this benefit the Bajorans? But at the same time, how can the Klingons take advantage of this?
2: Right. And if you're going to build a Federation mission, you have to think of all different ways they can cheat around stuff. So if you are going to make it exceedingly easy for them to do, or if it was going to be a 20-point mission that was, you know, no big deal... You might consider throwing some restriction on there like personnel cannot gain attributes at this mission or something that's going to make it uh, line up with the other uh, missions in the, that are already present in the game. You don't want to make some uh, ridiculous mission that is strictly better than any other planet mission in the game. And there's no reason why any deck would not want to put this in. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for... The, the ones that we're looking for missions that will help the weaker affiliations, but not require them to have it in their deck.
0: One last restriction that I'm going to add on for you contestants: you may be aware of the fact that there's um, any affiliation except Borg. Well, back into boldly go, they added any affiliation except Klingon. I don't want the teams to add new restrictions like that. You are limited to the affiliation icons and any game text that uh, attempting game text that already appears on a mission. So you can make any affiliation, any affiliation except Borg, any face affiliation except Klingon, or any group of affiliation icons that you want, but you can't add a new one, like any affiliation except Federation. This is not about revenge. Liar! This is about saving the future of humanity.
1: John, look! Blow up the damn ship! No! No!
0: Well, thanks for stopping by, Matt, and bringing this challenge to us. We look forward to having you back next week to talk about the entries and some of your opinions on them. My pleasure. And,
2: teams, I'll give you one last hint about my personal tastes. If you find an old 1e card, and you don't necessarily have to copy it into a 2e version, but, you know, if you make at least a reference to it, that might catch my fancy.
0: Sounds pretty good, Matt. We will talk to you next week. Well, that's all
1: the -the behind-the-scenes look we have for this week. It's been an, an interesting look at the next
0: challenge we have coming up. We hope you've enjoyed everything that you've seen behind the scenes here. Don't forget to head on over to the Make It So forums to view the cards, ask your questions. On behalf of Matt Kirk, our guest judge for challenge number two, I'm Charlie Plain. And I'm Neil Timmons, and in the immortal words of Captain Picard, make it so...
1: so podcast is recorded under a creative commons attribution non-commercial share-alike license for more information visit www.creativecommons.org
0: some of the music in today's podcast is brought to you pod safe free from Mevio's music alley for more information visit www.musicalley.com
1: make it so the search for the next assistant game designer is brought to you by the continuing committee home of the first and second edition star trek ccg for more information please visit www.trekcc.org, www.trekcc.org.